0: YouTube.com slash That's YouTube.com slash M-A-Y-H-E-W-M-A-Y-H-E-M.
1: Welcome to another episode of 30 Minutes of Mayhem. I am your host, my name is Michael Mayhew, and I am here with my co-hosts. What's up, everybody? It's me, Greg. What's up, everybody? I'm
0: Dale.
2: Hi, everyone. It's Raven.
0: Remember, 30 Minutes of Mayhem is available on iTunes. All you have to do is search Mayhew Mayhem. That's M-A-Y-H-E-W-M-A-Y-H-E-M.
3: You can also donate to 30 Minutes of Mayhem via PayPal to help us
1: become a better show. Just use email address in the description
0: 30 minutes
3: of mayhem
1: at gmail.com. And Instagram, you should check out Poking the Fungus Photography. This week's episode is a continuation of episode 24 from last week, so you might want to go check that out before you listen to this one or not. But either way, enjoy. Do you believe that children are over medicated? Yes, sir.
2: I do, definitely. And I have a personal story to go along with, with my answer. When I was 16, I was diagnosed with bipolar and social anxiety disorder. And I was prescribed a drug called Paxil. <laughs> Anybody heard of it?
1: Yeah. Played. No, I haven't. I see commercials <laughs> for it on all the time. It's like, you know, it's them joint lawsuits to where they're suing Paxil or whatever.
2: Yes, sir. Oh, uh, one
1: of those? Yeah.
2: Yes. So at the age of 16, I'm taking this drug that is only supposed to be prescribed to adults. In the beginning, it seemed to kind of work. It calmed me down a little bit. I wasn't so, you know, manic with the highs and lows of bipolar. And I was able to work better in school and socialize better with my classmates. So for a little while, while I was on the smallest dose possible, it was it was kind of, I mean, I guess, I had no idea at the time, you know, what exactly it was or anything. I just know that a doctor said, you need to take this, and I trusted that doctor, so I did. So, well, I was 16. I didn't, I didn't know any better, you know? Yeah, right.
1: There's, there's certain people that you feel like uh, that you should always uh, be able to trust doctors, you know, police. Again, Definitely something that needs them. to be taught yeah. in school. Doctors, police, firefighters, stuff like that. You you grow up believing that you could always, no matter what, trust them. People. I am not trusting.
2: For about eight years, off and on, it was okay. I mean, I did stop taking it when I was pregnant, even though one retarded doctor told me it was fine to take it. Just keep taking it while you're pregnant. No problem. (laughs) Yeah, but I didn't. I my mom works with a pharmacist, so she knows better. She's like, "Do not take that shit when you're pregnant." I was like, "Okay then." and um while i was off of it i was fine i had no side effects i had no you know manic highs and lows and i was okay but then as soon as i had her i got back on it reason i guess i just assumed i was supposed to the doctor said i was supposed to so i did so about eight years in i started to feel really fucked up i would go into the doctor every month, once a month, and I started to tell him that I was feeling like I didn't like it anymore. It didn't feel right. Things were, ever since I had my daughter and I went back on it, it just seemed like it was making me worse. I was like depressed all the time. And then I was like having these anger outbursts for no reason and felt like I wanted to be taken off of it. Like, I don't think I need to be on this anymore. Maybe my hormones and my brain chemistry somehow during pregnancy corrected itself. Maybe. I don't know if that works. So when I go into the doctor and I tell him, I think I want to be weaned off of this, he said, oh no, Missy, no. You will be on this drug for the rest of your life. And you know what he did? He increased the fucking dose. He said, you're, you're acting out because you're upset and you're not feeling good because you need a higher dose now because you're getting older. So that's what I did. I trusted this dumb motherfucker and I took this prescription. And... You know, things got worse and worse. And for about two years, I kept going back and saying, you know, doc, it's not working. I don't like it. I don't want to be on this anymore. It's just getting worse and worse. Okay. And finally, by the end, 10 years in, I had so many problems. I was suicidal every fucking day, every single day. I was having seizures. I was acting out sexually. I was losing all my friends because I was just a complete mess to even be around. My life was falling apart. I finally had enough didn't go back to that doctor. And I took myself off. I went off cold turkey, which you are not supposed to do. So I went through about two weeks of pure hell and I, and I like, I knew I was doing it for a reason and I knew it was the best thing for me. So I, I powered through those two weeks of weird electrical hot flashes and, and crazy messed up thoughts and weird dreams and, and, you know, seeing me, seeing people with demon faces and shit. And then finally, after a while, I realized this is way better for me. Like that, that, I don't know why it just stopped working or if maybe my brain itself or maybe I was just put on it for regular, regular old teenage angst that most teenagers feel and this doctor decided it was a perfect opportunity to get this kid hooked on drugs. I don't know if I ever actually had bipolar or if I was just an angsty teen. It's been, what, um, since 2006 is when I stopped taking it and I've, I've never felt better, honestly.
1: You've probably thought of this, but maybe being started on it so early or or so young at being the age of 16. And you said you were on it for eight years before you had your daughter. So that maybe because you were younger at this point in time and um, you developed uh, for being on it five, six, seven, whatever, eight years, that you developed uh, a dependency on it. And when you chose to not take it because you were pregnant, that over the nine months – of your pregnancy, more or less, that your body went, did the withdrawal period of not, not having it, yada yada, and you and you were fine. Your addiction, more or less, to it, if you will, uh, your dependency on it through that nine month period went away, and then when you chose to go back on it because you no longer really needed it, whether you needed it in the first place or not. Let's assume that you didn't need it in the first place because I I feel like if you did need it, you would have still needed it afterwards. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So basically, let's say you didn't need it, you developed a dependency on it, you were off of it for nine months, so your body at that point was completely dismissing the dependency of it, and then you were like, hey, here's this shit again, and, and your body was like, whoa, 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 you know, we kicked that, we're, we're good, and you're like, no, no, you're going to take this anyway, and then your body was basically rejecting it, and each time that the dose got more uh, higher, uh, the body continued to reject it even harder. Right. And then by the time that uh, you said, you know, what? <laughs> fuck all this, I'm I'm done with this shit. Your body was just in a, in a complete craze because it didn't know what the fuck to do because it was trying to reject it, and then you were forcing it, and then your body was like, okay, it's gone. I th- I don't know what is that? Uh, what's going <laughs> on here? And it, it was just completely, you know, in a spin because yeah. it it didn't need it. You were forcing it to have something that it that it didn't need.
2: I think you're right. Yeah. No- by the end of it I was on I was taking a dose which was double what an <clears> adult <throat> human being should have been taking in the first place
1: well maybe a dick real quick uh, you know of course uh, to an extent you trusted this doctor all the way up to a point once once you were getting to the point to where you um said you know i think this is fucking me up worse than it's helping how many after you you thought about that how many years were you on it before you just finally quit
2: maybe a year but less than a year when i finally i started to catch on that this wasn't about me so much as the doctor getting his paycheck or whatever Mm -hmm. I i mean that's what what he was getting out of it i don't know but maybe less than a year that i was actually like i was still taking it because i was still i had that cognitive dissonance in my mind that saying but the doctor says i have to have it the doctor says i need it if i if i don't take this you know i could you know go completely suicidal and then i'm like well i'm fucking suicidal now so, yeah. so fi- finally i just had enough i couldn't take any more of the this the cognitive dissonance going on in my head saying but the doctor says but it's fucking you up but the doctor says but i'm gonna kill myself <laughs> so I, I finally just had enough and i was like i see what happens if i just say fuck this shit and it was less than a month before I realized, like, I'm fine without it. Completely fine.
1: Yeah, I've heard normally uh, uh, being on meds like that, that uh, the first couple weeks without it is, like, the worst. Because it, it takes, like, what? you got to take it for, like, two uh, – most of them you got to take them for, like, two weeks before it even starts to have an effect. Yes. And then, like, I think afterwards it's, like – Without taking them, you got certain amount of time to where your body has like basically enough stored in it to where it's like okay we're good. And after so like a week or two weeks or something like that, that's when it all starts hitting you that like your body starts to like withdrawal or whatever from it because it doesn't have it or whatever. Not for me.
2: It was it was like if you missed one, you 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 could tell because you started to feel something like ooh something's happening. Like did I forget my medication today? You kind of feel it when you miss it. I think so. They're, like from day one of not taking it, the the symptoms started. The withdrawal symptoms.
1: There's, uh, I think, there's some of them that are like that. Um, yeah, there are. Alexa, so like, so I know that uh, I know a couple people that have uh, that have uh, been on it, and it has an effect. It, but normally, uh, normally they can go like a day. Like say, there's a day. Like, they just miss it on Wednesday, but if they pick it up on Thursday, they're fine, but if they forget on Thursday, too, by Friday, they're a fucking wreck. Anyways, so my my thought on it is yes and no, because I think that part of the problem of why um, – basically part of the problem of why you were stuck in the situation you were in was that uh, the, the doctor – benefits in some way shape or form whether you know he gets like a commission check or something i don't know exactly how that works but i think if you take away that the doctor gets on that end like not not saying like you know you know you're going to get penalized if you write a prescription because that's also bad obviously but you're not going to get rewarded for writing a prescription you know like you're you know, you just need to get this fucking right because that's that's what your job is, bro. You know, like help these yeah. people. You chose this field. Don't just be like, I can't figure it the fuck out. Let's put you on some fucking Zoloft, you know. Let's just give this a fucking shot. You can't the drug
2: reps we're in today. Do you wanna try this new
1: <laughs> Yeah, exactly. We we got uh, we got this shit here. Um here, here's some fucking Seracquil, that'll do you. You need you can't sleep, here you go. We'll give you an anti schizophrenic. But I I think the the incorrect diagnosing basically they're just like eh. It's really all
2: guesswork. It's guesswork. There's no test.
1: Yeah, I mean
2: test to prove whether you have bipolar disorder.
1: But there there are some people that have like, you know, legitimate like Yeah. you know, and then and, you them. and then then people need uh that medication to be able to function as uh, normal in, in air quotes, a normal human being. Um, I know a couple people that will take medication for the rest of their life if they don't want to live in a padded room. It gives them the ability to function in society or function. Period. Totally fine. Totally fine with that with them people, but you know, like normally them people go through a ton of shit before they figure it out. That you know, if I don't take this medication, you know, chances are I'm gonna kill my entire family. You know, yeah. <laughs> like. They normally go through a bunch of shit before they get it figure it out. Right. Uh, so I, I, as bad as that is to say, and sometimes they don't get to them people early enough and they do harm themselves or, or someone else or, you know, someone else and themselves. But I figure, it, it, I feel like, I mean, that it is a, a trial period, if you will. And it's kind of a, again, a trial by fire. Basically you, you got to suffer. And I think through the suffering, it proves whether, the people have legitimate need this medication to operate usually
2: i think a good rule of thumb is to have a at least a year before pursuing anything like that and that therapist is has the knowledge and the you know ability to say whether or not you have a real problem or if you're just you're just a bitch
1: right do you do you need this anti-schizophrenic or just are you just a cunt you're just a cunt. You, you, don't, you don't need the schizophrenic. <laughs> just quit being a bitch to everybody. How about that? You know, like, you know, the world doesn't revolve around you. Shut the fuck up. You know, it, yeah. it, or you know what? <laughs> you are fucking nuts. You need to take this shit before you kill somebody. And I fear for my own life when we have these sessions. <laughs> you know, it should. then, you know, but I, I think that, uh, you know, just going in and be like, oh, you're, you're depressed here. Here's this medication. No, there needs to be. Yeah more study, if you will, done on each individual case. Case by case basis, yeah. Exactly, and if the doctors do get perks for writing prescriptions like that, they need to take that shit the fuck away.
0: Sometimes there are some people who do require antipsychotics and uh, antidepressants and that, and then there are other times where it suggests people are just being assholes or whatever and uh they don't actually need um the drugs i um i do believe that a lot of the time not just people but also sometimes doctors jump to conclusions too often and um they just diagnose you with whatever it's kind of a a double-edged blade i guess you could say like on the one hand yes we are too over medicated But on the other hand, we shouldn't completely get rid of the medications because they do help some people. Like, I mean, me, for instance, I have... um two medications i take both have significantly helped me because before i really began taking the one for depression i would sometimes have really bad breakdowns like there would just be some times where for most of the day i'd be perfectly fine and then all of a sudden i'd just get really depressed and then i'd like i would break down and like implode on my sin like sobbing uncontrollable. like i just i couldn't understand what was going on, and since I began taking that, like it's, I, I haven't had one a breakdown in almost eight years now.
3: Oh uh, well, the only thing that's really happened to me mm-hmm. was actually being in the military. Hang on, um,
1: pause, pause, pause for one second. Finish chewing.
2: That was delicious. You
3: want some? what okay. you get there? Pizza.
0: Where'd you get the pizza from? Domino's. I, had I gonna, domino's. I was
3: gonna say your mom's house, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> I got pepperoni and black olives. Mm. I for like I had to take this random ass medication for this ungodly amount of time for no reason whatsoever. Due to the fact that before I went to Afghanistan I had a shot on my arm that I forget what it's called though
2: oh my god a tb test yes this same and shit happened to me dude
3: yeah i had that and they told me that like they had to take this and like i couldn't drink for i couldn't fucking do like a
2: year alcohol oh my yeah. god because it
3: could cause uh, liver damage
2: yes and i had to have my liver tested it once a month what the fuck <laughs> for a whole year i had to take this bullshit medicine
3: come to find out i didn't need it
2: exactly because if
3: i out, because I, I i apparently had a reaction to it
2: hmm I'm allergic but to know... the damn shot.
3: Well, no, I'm not <laughs> That sucks ass. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry, but that's... that's... It had me
2: freaked out thinking I had TB, tuberculosis. Yep. Ooh.
3: I, I don't. It was, like, my reaction was because of the dirty work environment that I was working in at the time. I was just like, you possibly could have tuberculosis or... It reacted to the jet fuel or oil or grease that you guys have been working on. And that was my constant work environment all the time out in Maryland. And I remember getting soaked one time because the hose decided to come off the plane. Fuel gauge just wasn't working right, and it wasn't reading the proper level. And uh, there's overfill points on the plane, and I just happened to be somewhere. I didn't get soaked, but I got some on me, on my arm where it was at. So I was just like, oh, great, you know, blah, 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 whatever. And I kept it covered, cleaned it and whatnot. Finally got a reaction to be like, oh,
1: well, looks like you're going to have to take this medicine for a year. Working a minimum wage job with a useless college degree just to pay off their student loans. Dale, you didn't go to college. So how do you feel about this?
2: I
3: wish I would have went to college.
1: See, okay, so I have an associate's degree, and for uh, quite a few different reasons, I went to quite a few different colleges trying to work on my bachelor's degree for one reason or the other. And now I'm here with a fuckload of credits and an associate's degree. But because of uh, certain things that have prevented me from being able to achieve my bachelor's. So here I am, highly educated without the piece of paper telling me that I'm highly educated or telling anyone else that I'm highly educated. And I can't even get a minimum wage job to pay off the debt that I have coming up as soon as they start trying to tell me to pay it back because I can't get a minimum uh, this minimum wage job to even pay that back because I'm over minimum wage job. But obviously I want the job or else I wouldn't be applying for it. So currently, so currently, I can't even start to pay back my my uh, student loans. Luckily, they haven't come cl- trying to claim them yet. But, you know, as soon as they hear this, I'll get paper in the mail. But, anyways, uh, I'm not paying shit until they come trying to collect it. it it's it's that simple. Uh, because, for one, I can't get a job to even start paying for anything, really. So I just happen to be, you know, lucky with the little bit I have to survive But I have learned through this experience of being highly educated, without the piece of paper to tell people that I'm highly educated, that I would have been better off choosing a trade. I would have been better off work-wise, life-wise, had I have chosen to be a plumber. If I wouldn't want to shoot myself every day while I'm a plumber, I would be better off being a plumber. If I wanted to, you know, be a worker and could manage not, you know, taking a nail gun and repeatedly trying to fire it into the side of my head, I would be better off. I would be miserable doing them jobs, but I would have my own place right now. I wouldn't be in debt right now. Well, Well, I may be in debt right now, but I wouldn't be thousands and thousands of dollars in debt because of school. I could have my own place, a respectable paying job to where I could... I could get by. You know, I'm not I'm, I'm not the kind of person that needs to have luxuries to justify my life or whatever, my status. Validate yourself. Yeah, to validate myself. There you go. That's what I was trying to say. If I could live like what Dale does to where he Dale pays his bills and has enough money in his bank account to where he doesn't have to worry about anything. If Fuck some, you, Dale. If, some, if something comes up that, you know, like an emergency and then Dale had to make a trip... Because of an emergency, uh, he's he's had he's had to do it before, and I had to do it before. Luckily, I had the money. We had a family way. Dale and I both went through the exact same thing. He didn't have to worry about having the money to make the trip to be there. He had the money. He didn't have to worry about that. He got the the emergency leave from the navy, and got a ticket and left. He didn't have to worry about that. And. As you know, but he, he's not rolling in the fucking money. He's in the military for Christ's sake. He's not a millionaire. But he, he lives comfortably. And I would be satisfied with that. That's who I am. Would I love to have millions of dollars? Fuck yes, who wouldn't? But I don't need that to to be happy. And it's that, you know, had I chose to be a plumber or a fucking construction worker or goddamn mechanic or something, that I would be a hell of a lot better off than what I am right now because Again, I wouldn't be in all kinds of fucking debt with overeducated, but doesn't have the paper to say that I'm educated, so therefore, fuck me. That's my thought on it.
2: I had an appointment with an army recruiter the day I found out I was pregnant. No college degree, but a fuckload. <laughs> of credits in a very wide range of aspects and uh working a minimum wage job basically changing adult diapers
1: that's work that needs done though
2: yeah but it could pay more than minimum wage I... i've worked this i've been at this job for eight years and i'm still making 7.85 an hour
1: you you do the the at home you're not uh you're not a, a cna or a stna whatever the fuck they call it up there it's a no gut...
2: i'm an in-home health aide i i don't actually have to change any diapers i was just being witty but Remember, I do, I have to shop and do housekeeping for, for elderly people.
1: You know, well, I mean, you, you, if you wanted to change adult diapers, nope. all, <laughs> all, all you'd have to do is, you know, it doesn't, it takes like, what, two? No, I could be I hired
2: there now.
1: One or two semesters to get the, the fucking uh, piece, the certification that tells you that you know how to change adult diapers. Yeah. Um, the thing no, is, if no. I
2: had to do that in my job now, I could, because no, I am qualified
1: no disrespect to uh, CNAs or STNAs because they honestly have the hardest fucking job in, in a hospital or a nursing home. Yeah. They 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 really do. The the nurses they they just kind of give out meds when meds need to be given out and like nursing homes. That's they really truly do, but the the STNAs or CNAs which they're the ones that go around and bust their fucking ass and deal with all the people 24 fucking 7. You know, their whole entire shift normally and if they're a good If they're a good nurse assistant, they bust their ass their entire fucking shift. And the nurse doesn't work nearly as hard. Again, not disrespecting nurses, but it's the fucking people at the bottom that make that whole industry work. Especially the goddamn doctors, they do even less than what the nurses do.
2: They check a few things off of a clipboard. Yeah,
1: that's pretty much it. Nurses do all the paperwork. But certifications, I guess I should say, like that. um, You know, they automatically have to pay you at least X amount, which is more than minimum wage. And it all it depends on the state because the states you know have their their x amount that you know people have to be paid whatever. But that was just suggestion. Go get your certification. Make more money. <laughs> that takes a certain kind Isn't of person. Is it really worth it? It takes a certain kind of person, and yeah. uh, I'm not the person. yeah me either. <laughs> I I feel like I could change my my if I you know. My spawn, I I feel like I could change my spawn's dirty ass diapers, but I don't feel like I could like you know, if, if Dale, for instance, was like you know he suffered some sort of injury and was you know stuck in diapers, couldn't you know like change himself or whatever, and I'm like, dude, you know like. I couldn't do it. I, you know, you got to do it yourself. And you'd be like, dude, both my, ar- both my arms and my legs are broken, man. Like, There's nothing I can do. I'm like, well, then you can sit in it, you know. <laughs> right. You know, he could be like, you know, just lift me up and slide that pan underneath my ass. And I'm like, nah, dude, I'm good. <laughs> Come on, man. Come no, on. I, I, I could uh, honestly that part I could probably do. But if he shot on himself, I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't be able to help him. He'd have to figure out a way to wipe his own ass because uh, i'm not that kind of person
2: especially if it's one of the messy ones that gets all up under the balls and shit <laughs> mm, the best <laughs>
1: greg what do you think about now, that? i would embarrass the shit out of somebody though <laughs> i i i know uh, i know people. i would yell out i know some... i need you
3: to wipe my ass again Fuck. <laughs> <I'm
1: like, laughs> i do know so...
2: front to back this time
1: yeah don't do it back to front you asshole no, I know plenty of people inside of that field, so like I know some of their triggers, so I would just fuck with the time uh, you know, in a joking manner that they would get that I was joking, but some of them wouldn't understand. But uh, Greg, what do you think about shitty balls? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't really have anything to talk about relating to shitty balls, but I do have stuff to talk about what led to said shitty balls. Um <laughs> Okay, yes, Dale, get it out of your system.
3: <laughs> I'm sorry.
0: It's okay. Okay. But yes, um I do agree agrees are becoming more and more worthless anymore because um hang on real
1: real quick let me let me um i I realized something i said real quick before this uh before we get off of this um my my whole point to what i was saying to raven just a second ago and in my little spiel that i gave was that more or less that uh certifications are better than degrees at this point because if you're a certified nurse assistant you're guaranteed you're going to make at least x amount an hour and yes i mean they have uh <clears throat> with bachelor's and uh, master's and stuff, pretty much any field, you're guaranteed that you, they have to pay you at least X amount because you have the education if you're working inside your field. But with places where you get certifications, like if you're a certified fucking welder, if you're a certified plumber, you know, contractor, uh, ass wiper, whatever, with them, they're, for one, it's pretty much easier to get a job. And two, you're guaranteed to get paid X amount for that. But you with, you know... But then jobs are easier to get with that certification. And, again, you don't have to have tons of fucking debt like you do to get a bachelor's, especially a master's, for God's sake. God forbid you get a, you know, you get a doctoral degree, you know?
0: For the average person, your degree is pretty much not going to, take you that far mostly because um to put it bluntly the uh economy fucking blows and as such <laughs> not a lot of companies hire any more people
1: Dale what do you think about all this since you're the only one here that hasn't gone to college and let's be honest you joined the navy and you're the most successful one out of everyone here
2: Yep
3: That's cuz I'm a guaranteed I have a guaranteed paycheck unless you really
1: fuck something over but, um,
2: I could be sitting pretty just like Dale, but I had to go and get fucking knocked up.
1: Well, God damn it, quit fucking and, and use birth control and all that and stuff.
2: Well, go Close back in lives. time and tell me that 13 years ago.
1: <laughs> First off, you'd want to know who the fuck I was, and then second off, you'd probably tell me that I don't know you... You don't know me, and then you know. Thirteen years later, you would have a, a memory of that this very conversation that we would be having, and then a conversation that we previously had. You would be very, very confused about the tar- about the about the TARDIS and the time lapse. But, anyways, Dale, I... I think you made the better choice, Dale. I'm not. I'm not going to lie, and this is coming from the uh, with the most amount of education in the podcast. Toot toot goes my own horn. So now. I'm not that person. I don't toot my own horn, but uh, credit, it, like credits wise, on paper, I have the most amount of education. That doesn't mean a single fucking thing, but on paper, I do. And I can honestly say that uh, had I had not got fucked over back in the day, my uh, my first choice was uh, to go, uh, was to serve. And then I got there. Long story. And so it's fuck it. I'll go to school then. And I did. And here I am. Very educated and have nothing to fucking show for it. And this has been another episode of 30 Minutes of Mayhem. I have been your host. My name is Michael Mayhew. And I have been here with my co-hosts. Greg. Dale. Raven. Don't forget to check us out on iTunes. PayPal. Donate. And Instagram. Don't pretend like you don't surf it and double-click pictures of really hot chicks with tattoos. When people go through that feed and they can see what you like, you don't want it to just be like, hot-ass, tattooed, half-naked chicks so you, like, you know, dubbed them shit just so that, you know, you don't look like a complete creep. While you're doing that, check out Poking the Fungus Photography on that there Instagram. And Thank you for listening. I hope you have enjoyed this episode, and later, fellas. <laughs>